Good morning and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we we read you the entire Bible in a year, based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna, and I'm your reader today. Today is Friday, the 9th of September, and it is the 13th day of Elul on the Hebrew calendar. It is day 14 of repentance, and today our portion from the Torah is Deuteronomy 24, 5 through 13. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. When a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out in the army, neither shall he be assigned any business. He shall be free at home one year, and shall cheer his wife whom he has taken. No man shall take the mill or the upper millstone as a pledge, for he takes a life in pledge. If a man is found stealing any of his brothers of the sons of Israel, and he deals with him as a slave, or sells him, then that thief shall die, so you shall remove the evil from among you. Be careful in the plague of Tzarat that you observe diligently and do according to all that the Levitical Kohanim teach you. As I commanded you, so you shall observe to do. Remember what the Lord your God did to Miriam by the way as you came out of Egypt. When you lend your neighbor any kind of loan, you shall not go into his house to get his pledge. You shall stand outside and the man to whom you lend shall bring the pledge outside to you. If he is a poor man, you shall not sleep with his pledge. You shall surely restore to him the pledge when the sun goes down, that he may sleep in his garment and bless you. It shall be righteousness to you before the Lord your God. That was Deuteronomy 24, 5-13. through 13. Our portion today from the prophets is Amos, or Amos, chapters 8 and 9. Thus the Lord, the Lord showed me, and behold, a basket of summer fruit. And he said, Amos, what do you see? I said, a basket of summer fruit. Then the Lord said to me, The end has come on my people Israel I will not again pass by them any more. The songs of the temple will be wailing in that day, says the Lord, the Lord. The dead bodies will be many. In every place they will throw them out with silence. Hear this, you who desire to swallow up the needy and cause the poor of the land to fail, saying, When will Rosh Chodesh be over that we may sell grain? and Shabbat, that we may market wheat, making the ephah small and the shekel large, and dealing falsely with balances of deceit, that we may buy the poor for silver and the needy for a pair of sandals, and sell the sweepings with the wheat. 
The Lord has sworn by the pride of Yaakov, Surely I will never forget any of their works. Will the land not tremble for this, and everyone mourn who dwells in it? Yes, it will rise up holy like the river, and it will be stirred up and sink again like the Nile of Egypt. It will in happen in that day, says the Lord, the Lord, that I will cause the sun to go down at noon, and I will darken the earth in the clear day. I will turn your feasts into mourning, and all your songs into lamentation, and I will make you wear sackcloth on all your bodies, and baldness on every head. I will make it like the morning for an only son, and its end like a bitter day. Behold, the days come, says the Lord the Lord, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. They will wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They will run back and forth to seek the word of the Lord, and will not find it. In that day, the beautiful virgins and the young men will faint for thirst. Those who swear by the sin of Samaria and say, As your God, O Dan, lives, and as the way of Beersheba lives, they will fall and never rise up again. I saw the Lord standing beside the altar, and he said, Strike the tops of the pillars, that the thresholds may shake, and break them in pieces on the head of all of them. And I will kill the last of them with the sword. There shall not one of them flee away, and there shall not one of them escape. Though they dig into Sheol, there my hand will take them, and though they climb up to heaven, there I will bring them down. Though they hide themselves in the top of Carmel, I will search and take them out of there. And though they be hidden from my sight in the bottom of the sea, there I will command the serpent, and it will bite them. Though they go into captivity before their enemies, there I will command the sword, and it will kill them. I will set my eyes on them for evil and not for good. For the Lord God of hosts is he who touches the land, and it melts, and all who dwell in it will mourn, and it will rise up wholly like the Nile, and it will sink again like the Nile of Egypt. It is he who builds his rooms in the heavens, and has founded his vault on the earth, he who calls for the waters of the sea, and pours them out on the surface of the earth. The Lord is his name. Are you not like the children of the Ethiopians to me, O sons of Israel, says the Lord? Have I not brought up Israel out of the land of Egypt, and the Philistines from Kaphtol, and the Syrians from Kiel? Behold, the eyes of the Lord, the Lord, are on the sinful kingdom and I will destroy it from off the surface of the earth, except that I will not utterly destroy the house of Yaakov, says the Lord. For behold, I will command, and I will sift the house of Israel among the nations, as grain is sifted in a sieve. 
yet not the least kernel will fall on the earth. All the sinners of my people will die by the sword, who say, Evil will not overtake nor meet us. In that day I will raise up the fallen sukkah of David and restore its breaches, and I will raise up its ruins, and I will build it as in the days of old, that they may possess the remnant of Edom and all the nations who are called by my name says the Lord who does this. Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that the plowman shall overtake the reaper, and the one treading grapes him who sows seed, and sweet wine will drip from the mountains and flow from the hills. I will bring my people Israel back from captivity, and they will rebuild the ruined cities and inhabit them. And they will plant vineyards and drink wine from them. They shall also make gardens and eat their fruit. I will plant them on their land, and they will no more be plucked up out of their land which I have given them, says the Lord your God. That was Amos chapters 8 and 9. Our chapter from the writings today is Second Chronicles 9. When the queen of Sheba heard of the fame of Shlomo, she came to test Shlomo with hard questions at Jerusalem, with a very great caravan, including camels that bore spices, gold in abundance, and precious stones. When she had come to Shlomo, she talked with him about all that was in her heart. Shlomo answered all her questions. There was not anything hidden from Shlomo which he did not tell her. When the queen of Sheba had seen the wisdom of Shlomo, the house that he had built, the food of his table, the seating of his servants, the attendance of his ministers, their clothing, his cupbearers also, their clothing, and his ascent by which he went up to the house of the Lord, there was no more spirit in her. She said to the king, It was a true report that I heard in my own land of your acts and of your wisdom. However, I did not believe their words until I came, and my eyes had seen it, and behold, half of the greatness of your wisdom was not told me. You exceed the fame that I heard. Happy are your men, and happy are these your servants, who stand continually before you and hear your wisdom. Blessed be the Lord, your God, who delighted in you to set you on his throne, to be king for the Lord, your God, because your God loved Israel to establish them forever. Therefore, he made you king over them to do justice and righteousness. She gave the king 120 talents of gold, spices in great abundance, and precious stones, There was never before such spice as the queen of Sheba gave to King Shlomo. The servants of Huam and the servants of Shlomo, who brought gold from Ophir, also brought algum trees and precious stones. The king used algum tree wood to make terraces for the house of the Lord and for the king's house, and harps and stringed instruments for the singers. There were none like these seen before in the land of Judah. 
King Shlomo gave to the Queen of Sheba all her desire, whatever she asked, in addition to that which she had brought to the king. So she turned and went to her own land, she and her servants. Now the weight of gold that came to Shlomo in one year was 666 talents of gold, in addition to that which the traders and merchants brought. All the kings of Arabia and the governors of the country brought gold and silver to Shlomo. King Shlomo made 200 bucklers of beaten gold. 600 shekels of beaten gold went to one buckler. He made 300 shields of beaten gold. 300 shekels of gold went to one shield. The king put them in the house of the forest of Lebanon. Moreover, the king made a great throne of ivory and overlaid it with pure gold. There were six steps to the throne with a footstool of gold, which were fastened to the throne and armrests on either side by the place of the seat and two lions standing beside the armrests. Twelve lions stood there on the one side and on the other the six on the six steps. There was nothing like it made in any other kingdom. All King Shlomo's drinking vessels were of gold, and all the vessels of the house of the forest of Lebanon were of pure gold. Silver was not considered valuable in the days of Shlomo, for the king had ships that went to Tarshish with Huam's servants. Once every three years, the ships of Tarshish came, bringing gold, silver, ivory, apes, and peacocks. So King Shlomo exceeded all the kings of the earth in riches and wisdom. All the kings of the earth sought the presence of Shlomo to hear his wisdom, which God had put in his heart. They each brought tribute, vessels of silver, vessels of gold, clothing, armor, spices, horses, and mules every year. Shlomo had 4,000 stalls for horses and chariots, and 12,000 horsemen that he stationed in the chariot cities and with the king at Jerusalem. He ruled over all the kings from the river even to the land of the Philistines and to the border of Egypt. The king made silver as common in Jerusalem as stones, and he made cedars to be as abundant as the sycamore trees that are in the lowland. They brought horses for Shlomo out of Egypt and out of all lands. Now the rest of the acts of Shlomo, first and last, are they not written in the history of Natan the prophet, and in the prophecy of Achiah the Shilonite, and in the visions of Edo the seer concerning Yerovam the son of Nevat? Shlomo reigned in Jerusalem over all Israel forty years. Shlomo slept with his fathers, and he was buried in his father David's city, and Rechavam his son reigned in his place. That was Second Chronicles 9. Our final portion for today is from the Apostles, and it is Hebrews 11, verses 20 through 40. By faith, Yitzchak blessed Yaakov and Esav, even concerning things to come. By faith, Yaakov, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Yosef, 
and worshipped, leaning on the top of his staff. By faith, Yosef, when his end was near, made mention of the departure of the sons of Israel, and gave instructions concerning his bones. By faith, Moshe, when he was born, was hidden for three months by his parents, because they saw that he was a beautiful child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moshe, when he had grown up, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with God's people than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a time, considering the reproach of the Messiah greater riches than the treasures of Egypt, for he looked to the reward. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. By faith he kept the Pesach and the sprinkling of the blood, that the destroyer of the firstborn should not touch them. By faith they passed through the Reed Sea as on dry land. When the Egyptians tried to do so, they were swallowed up. By faith the walls of Yericho fell down after they had been encircled for seven days. By faith, Rahav the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient, having received the spies in Shalom. And what more shall I say? For the time would fail me if I told of Gidon, Barak, Shimshon, Iftach, David, Shmuel, and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the power of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, from weakness were made strong, grew mighty in war, and caused foreign armies to flee. Women received their dead by resurrection. Others were tortured, not accepting their deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others were tried by mocking and scourging, yes, moreover by bonds and imprisonment. They were stoned. They were sawn sawn apart, they were tempted, they were slain with a sword. They went around in sheepskins and in goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, ill-treated, of whom the world was not worthy, wandering in deserts, mountains, caves, and the holes of the earth. All these, having obtained testimony through faith, did not receive the promise, God having provided some better thing concerning us, so that apart from us, they should not be made perfect. That was Hebrews 11, verses 20 through 40. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Acts 3 today also. Well, that is it for me for today. I pray that you have a blessed day. May you go in the strength of the Lord. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from Israel. Until next time. Mm-hmm.